How about we try that one more time? This time without the oops. <laughs> Sorry. All right. Admit. Let's see if we can do it. Paging Amy Lane. All right, all right. Hello. Hello, hello. Hi. Hey. Hey, Amy Lane in the house. How's it going? DLive streamer. Check her out over there on on DLive, as I just said. Uh, American living in Thailand. I watched a couple of your streams. Welcome to the show. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. Um. So, you, so okay, so it's it's like you're 11 hours ahead. So you're a time traveler. This was one of the first time travelers we had uh, we've had on the program, but like... <laughs> Yeah, what's it like living in Thailand? When did you move there? Um, so I first moved here in 2015 for two years. Okay. Uh, and then I left and I went back to the States for a year. And then I went to Europe for a year. And I was in Europe, which was really cool. That's kind of where I learned about Tartaria and woke up to it. Um, and then I came back here right before COVID, like in November. So I was very lucky. Wow. So So November 2019. Two, two yes. three months before. So why yes. did you, so why do you travel so much? I mean, did you like I don't know like yeah? Why did you go in the first place? Why did you go to Europe? Uh, what's your, kind of your story with traveling and stuff? Um, so I'm not really like traveling. I just like live in other countries and work in other countries. Oh, so because I don't have money to travel. <laughs> that's what. That's most of it. Is um, you know I've always wanted to, but I can't afford it. So. Uh, and then when I graduated with my master's, there were no jobs in Colorado. So I just thought I may as well try it. And I really liked Thailand. Um, I did like Europe. I just didn't like my job. And I'm really glad I got out of Europe because Europe is very repressive right now, mm. way more than Thailand in terms of COVID. What's your uh, master's in? It's in political science. Oh, really? Interesting. Yeah. That's, that's fascinating. Yeah. Are you, so glad, I was, are you glad you got a degree in that? Well, I was very libtarded when I was uh, going to college, obviously. And I was very anti against the wars, you know, the, the diocons. Um, but then I kind of woke up right as I started my graduate degree. Like I just had an epiphany red pill moment and, uh, I just realized everything I'm learning is a lie. <laughs> yeah, I think we've all we've all been there. Yeah. And so you yeah. moved you moved to Thailand right after you got your graduate degree? Yeah, like a year. Yeah, I was like 27. Okay, cool. So, nice. Wow. Yeah. yeah, getting yeah, everyone yeah. has kind of a different red pill story but very similar. Similarities always, but you know, waking up is hard. Waking up is hard to do. That's kind of corny, but yeah. it's true. Yeah. So, so you, where were you in Europe? I was in Budapest. Wow. Sweet. Yeah. I've been there before. I went there when I was like, when I was 18. Um, oh, cool. Yeah. I like Hungary a lot. It's beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. yeah this- so I also, I also went there because, you know, I, I knew about Orban. I knew about their immigration policies. I knew about kind of their stance against the EU. And I was really curious to see and talk to the people about Soros and about political stuff. And uh, I actually met quite a few people that are like us. And uh, 
you know, they're like, you know, this immigration problem is crazy. Like, I'm not, you know, they're just like, we, they went under communism. So they're very, very scared to be told what to do. Hmm. So, and they really don't like Soros or the EU, even though they like benefit from being in the EU. At the same time, they're kind of like punished by the EU for resisting. Yeah, absolutely. And do you have, um, I don't know, what do you consider yourself now politically? I mean, not a libtard, like you said, but are you conservative? Um, are you just anti-government? What's your political deal? Um, I would say I'm kind of, I'm beyond the left-right paradigm. I'm obviously yeah. not invested in any like political party or figure, but I would say like on D-Live, most people are conservative, more conservative leaning. Um, I'm not TDS. I didn't vote for Trump, but I'm not TDS. Like I definitely, I, I will give him props when due, but I will also criticize him when due. Yeah. If yeah. that makes sense. Yeah, absolutely. So. Yeah, that's the other thing. I think that's more, most people, I mean, I consider myself right wing. I don't really know the meaning of conservative, uh, but I think most people in our sphere, whether they know it or identify they're right wing to me, at least, or they're just anti-government. Um, but kind of being being down with a political party is kind of gay. I mean, all the parties suck. So, yes. yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I, mean, okay. I kind of I grew up I grew up conservative. Mm -hmm. I grew up to conservative both both families conservative. Like my grandpa was appointed by Richard Nixon. He actually met him. He was kind of one of those Goldwater Republicans. Mm -hmm. um, but then I went to, but then around high school, I kind of became liberal. And then I kind of just woke up in 2012 and just kind of realized like, it's all a show, you know? Yeah. Um, but, but I must agree that the left is insane. Yeah. They are absolutely insane. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like professional wrestling. That's basically, that, that's how I kind of think of it. Um, yeah. Yeah. So when, uh, so you're on D live, have you ever been on other platform? Like when did you start streaming and what's your stream all about? Um, so I actually started on YouTube making mud flood videos in Europe, um, and architecture. Cool. Just kind of taken when, once I realized about Tartaria, I was like, Oh my God, I have to take video of this stuff. Cause it's amazing. So I took video in Hungary and Greece and uh, Austria and in Croatia. I went to Croatia three times. So I started on YouTube and then DLive, I've, I've been on DLive for two years. Um, I kind of came over when like Lift the Veil and like Hoax Wars came over here like way a long time ago. Um, so I've been on a while, but I just started streaming uh, the last couple months. So, wow. Yeah. Cool. All right. So we're going to talk mud flood today. I mean, I know we're going to, you know, uh, so is it, I mean, I am a general conspiracy theorist, you know, I, I tend to believe a little bit about all of them. If not just, you know, <laughs> I almost think everything's kind of a little fake and gay. Um, and I'm not the best at explaining stuff, but I just know what I believe from what I've listened to and what I've seen. But, you know, the main subject of uh, you being on the show is Tartaria, mud flood, whatever. Mm -hmm. And you said you have some slides or some photos to, to show us. Um, but I think we've I don't think I've had anyone on. Yeah, the, the me, I reached out to a couple people that were experts in it or really fascinated with it and it never panned out. This was last year. 
And mm-hmm. but I've never done a full interview or a show on it. So why don't we just start? For, but I've I've done a couple segments just looking at photos. I know it, there's you know hidden architecture or there's something like a lost a thousand years or alternate history. But why why don't you just like start from the beginning? What you know, what you believe, what you know, what got you interested? Just like start from the beginning. What's Tartaria, the mud flood, all that stuff. Ooh, okay. So this is this is a very big topic. It's kind of hard to explain in a short, concise way. Um, so I will do my best. So well, okay. So first of all, year- I, first of all, I know we said like forty five minutes, but I have nothing but time. So you you, you don't have to be like concise. You, you oh, can, okay. yeah, you can take your time. Whatever. I mean, I'm I'm really fascinated with this stuff. So just say what you want to say, and we'll we'll go from there. Okay, so I'll just start with my story, how I figured it out. So when I was in Europe, I was watching videos by this lady called New Earth on YouTube. Her name is Sylvie, and she's either Russian or Bulgarian, and she's an amazing content creator. And she was posting about the old world stuff like Tartaria, Atlantis, Lost World, Old World, Antiquitech, Star Forts, Mud Flood. And I didn't know anything about it. And I started watching her videos. And then I started seeing like, well, can I find mud flood on my street? So like I went down my street where I lived in this village outside Budapest. And I saw the mud flood on my street. Like I could see the church that, you know, the door is like half buried and and, and it's at an incline. So it's not like somebody, you know, built it like that. It's like the mud came in later. So in Budapest, I saw it absolutely everywhere. I saw these, you know, these kind of bars and these restaurants that were that were below ground. Like you have to go down a staircase to get into the lower layers. So I started researching it more and more. And basically what people hypothesize is that there was a civilization that was very advanced. And geographically, they say it started in like Siberia, Eurasia, where Russia is today. Um, Because on old maps and old books, we find Tartaria. Um, But nowadays, nobody talks about it. So like, why was it, why weren't we taught it in school? Well, there was a Russian guy named Fomenko who basically kind of realized, because he was looking at comets, and he realized that our timeline is totally whack and that a thousand years have been added to the timeline. So if we look at old like depictions of Christ from, you know, the Middle Ages, a lot of times there'll be an I, like I8 or I630 instead of 1630. So we believe that they added a thousand years to the timeline and actually the, the great deluge and, you know, Christ's life actually could be much closer to recent times than we think. Wow. Um, yeah, there's a lot about that. I um, never knew about the eye thing. I mean, I knew kind of yeah. about the old maps and I hadn't heard the names of the people you've mentioned so far. But I never heard that the the I thing, and I obviously farther back you go, the more that writing is different and stuff like that. But that's fascinating. So are are the is the tart is this? I've heard of the Tartars before. That's kind of mm-hmm. so. Is that the same? You know, same peoples or supposedly? Well, we basically have this umbrella term Tartaria. Um, we know that the the architecture is all over the world. 
we know that there were different races. So there were the Hyperboreans. The Hyperboreans were like the Nordics. They're very tall, they're very blonde. Um, you know, Genghis Khan actually, the depictions of the original depictions of him are he is Aryan with red hair. He is not Asiatic. So that that was totally twisted. And there's a, a link between Hungarians and Genghis Khan. And then we look at the language, the Hungarian language, which is Magyar. Magyar is the closest language to tar the Tartarian language. And we find Magyar in Polynesia, Africa, South Dakota, all over the world, bits of Magyar. So it's really interesting that, you know, we have this in the Bible, we have the story of the flood. And that seems to correspond to the first reset where basically it wiped everything out. The buildings, the buildings look melted. So either it's hard for us to say because we think there's been a lot of resets, hmm. but but there was a global flood that completely wiped out entire continents because we we know that Lumeria or Mu was a continent just like southwest of Asia, and that has been submerged. So we say Tartaria, but there were a lot of different people. But basically what we know is that they had advanced technology in terms of architecture, earthworks, star forts, um, sound tech. Um, basically cathedrals, we think of cathedrals as cathedrals, but cathedrals were actually power stations. They harnessed energy. So yeah. Wow. Yeah, I mean, I've, so I've, it's it's I've, really hard. I'm sorry, I'm like verbal no, diarrhea, fine. but it's it's really hard to explain it. So, um, I'll just do. You, do you want to get into Hit the it. slideshow? Yeah, let's get to the slideshow. That's awesome. Yeah, you should be able to share. Okay, I'm gonna share my screen. It's crazy stuff. Um, it's yeah. really intense. All right, sweet. Yeah, we got it. Cool. All right. So, so okay. So yeah, we can see what you're showing us. Okay. Uh, so we have this Corinthian column, Sicily and Mississippi. So we have Greco-Romano architecture in the United States. So, so real, real fast, sorry. Can, okay. So you have your, the, the big slide over to the right. Can you, can you make it bigger? So it takes up like the whole screen. Cause we can see your folder and stuff, your folder and stuff. Oh, is that's bigger. so weird. I just, I just crossed it out. So I don't know why it's doing that here. Let me try it again. Okay, here we go. Is that is that better? It wait, now wait, the wait. folder's just bigger, but you're trying to show us this big photo to the right, correct? This Corinthian columns. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So yeah, I don't know how I'm gonna do it, but yeah, mm, we want to see that thing ni nice and big. Yeah, 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 I see what you mean. Um, let me go to view because I'm popping it out, but it's not it's not coming up on the screen share. And uh, I don't know if you need to, were you sharing the screen or the application? Um, it's just a folder. Yeah. Share the, share the whole screen. So if you hit share screen, it um, okay. screen one. I mean, are you just on one screen? Oh, I see. I see. I yeah. see. Okay. I'm sorry about that. Okay. Is that better? But bam. Yeah. That's way better. Now make it oh, really okay, big. Okay, yeah. Cool. Sorry. Okay. There we go. Okay, Hell so, yeah. There we go. Okay. 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 So yeah. So 
the weird thing is they don't tell us in American history, but we have these ancient sites in the United States. So there's actually Corinthian columns in Mississippi in some random place. Um, so, so this is Tartary, the, the geographical area that it encompassed. Um, so it was very vast, as you can see. Um, but we believe the influence was is not just limited to this area because, like I said, we find the architecture worldwide. Um, so this is really interesting. So I'm going to read you this. Um, so this is a declassified CIA document. Um, wow. It says this is about the CIA talking about this, the Soviet Union. Or let us take the matter of history, which along with religion, language, and literature constitute the core of the people's cultural heritage. Here again, the communists have interfered in a shameless manner. For example, on 9 August 1944, the Central Committee of the Communist Party sitting in Moscow issued a directive ordering the party's Tartar Provincial Committee to proceed to a scientific revision of the history of Tartaria to liquidate serious shortcomings and mistakes of a nationalist character committed by individual writers and historians in dealing with Tartar history. In other words, Tartar history was to be rewritten, let us to be frank, was to be falsified in order to eliminate references to the great Russian aggressions and to hide the facts of the real course of the Tartar-Russian relations. And this was not an isolated case. In every Muslim area within the USSR, historians on the orders of the Communist Party have rewritten history to distort the facts so that the Russians appear always in a good light Needless to say, histories which present the facts truthfully have been withdrawn and destroyed so that the present and future generations of Muslims are forever denied their chance of learning the true facts of their nation's past. Wow. So CNN, uh, CNN, <laughs> CIA document. Yeah. Wow. So it's crazy. So and but th it's stupid because they're doing the same thing. They've erased Tartaria from the maps uh, as well. So this is the, the map. Um, Make it a little bit bigger. Yeah. Or these are the flags. So these are an old book of flags. So obviously, like China was a separate country from Tartary. Wow. Sorry, I think it froze. Okay. Okay. And then the owl as well. So like we always think of the owl as like a very malefic symbol with the, the New World Order, but this was actually the um another symbol of Tartary. And this is like what a Tartar looks yeah, like. Yeah, I've seen those before. Yeah. So it's yeah. like the step, they're like the step people, you know, like, yes. like the Huns were the Huns, the Mongols. I, I don't remember that there's, there's dozens of cultures like that. Um, very, very tall, you know, bearded with this elaborate dress. And um, even the people that look like just common people, they look, they look like kings the way they're dressed. So, wow. Sorry. It keeps freezing. Okay. So, I took this picture in Budapest. So, it just gives you some idea of the scale, like how big and exquisite these buildings are, and how much detail there is with all these statues at the top and all these little details. And this, this building itself is mud flooded. I actually investigated this building myself. 
This is the parliament. So just uh, just a quick thing I, that I forgot about. This is going to be uploaded as a podcast. So from here, once in a while, I'm going to interject and just describe what's up there. Because okay, I know we got fine. a lot of like audio only listeners. So the, what's this? The what's a, what palace is this? I've seen this before. This is the Hungarian Parliament building. Okay. It, it, they said it was modeled on the British Parliament building. Um, it is so big, like it makes you feel like a tiny little being. Um, and it is also very mud flooded. And it's one of the world's most famous buildings. Is the, okay. So, so quick question. So, P, I've heard. Like, what does this have to do? I don't know if you're getting to this later, but what does this have to do with what's now called America? Because people say that it was like global, that, you know, like the World's Fair, Chicago, stuff like that, that, you know, a lot of the same architecture made it over here as well. Is the, is the claim that the Tartarians were also a like a global empire uh, that they yes. were over here? OK, so tell me about the American yeah, aspect so a little bit. Like, okay, so this is actually the photo on the screen now is South America. It's I can't I can't remember if it's an exposition or a World's Fair, hmm. but this is South America. Wow. So, you know, that's the thing that that's that's the big uh, fly in the ointment of the cabal is like, well, how is it that we have this incredible architecture in, say, Australia? You know, Australia's history, they're even newer than than us. And they had a bunch of convicts that built this all in like 20 years. And so with these buildings, the stories are like they were built in like two, three years, you know, with people that have a horse and carriage, you know, hammer and chisel. You know, these people didn't have the tech we have today. Uh, and yet they were building these buildings all over the world. So, yeah, we find the biggest places or the, the biggest kind of smoking guns in the United States are San Francisco, Chicago, especially. Um, but, but it, I mean, it is basically everywhere. I mean, it's even, I grew up in small town, Colorado, and even in small town, Colorado, I found, you know, these Tartarian brick style buildings. So what we hypothesize is actually the world's population was much, much greater. Hmm. It was much, much greater because it seems like everywhere there was civilization, and they actually wiped out a lot of it, and we still have a lot left. So at the end of the presentation, I'm going to get into the reset and the, the deliberate destruction of these buildings. Wow. And, and how these buildings do have, uh, they have technical uh, functions. Um, so you're going to see all these, these spires, these, um, these... I don't know what you call them. Aspire is the right word. I mean, yeah. Yeah, spires. You see them and we see all these domes and then the spire. And there's generally like a ball at the top that usually had red mercury. So there's been a lot of experiments about red mercury. And essentially the Antiquatech was gathering electricity through the aether, through the air. So Tesla, everybody talks about him he was basically just reverse engineering everything that had already existed. Um, and it's, it's heartbreaking to say, but a lot of people actually think he was um, a controlled opposition figure. Hmm. Do, so, you, do you think that? Uh -oh. It's possible. Uh, it's it's possible. possible. You cut out there for a second. Yeah. Okay. 
Um, so he was talking about, he was talking about free energy. So like, you know, so you're saying the mercury, uh, I don't know, a little above my pay grade, but it was basically wireless, wireless, uh, element driven energy. Yes. Different elements conducted in different ways, but it's basically wireless technology. Basically like the idea of a resonator. Mm, Yep. Resonant frequency. So, yep. Sure. Resonance. Yes. So, you know, I'm like I said, my background is social science, so I'm not a hard science person. So I'm teaching myself about the hard science elements. But, you know, basically everything is energy. And the reason that they wiped out Tartaria and destroyed all evidence of it was because we did have this kind of free energy um, and we had the means and the time to build these buildings. And these incredible wonders. Um, so what the reason why they killed that all off is because they put us on the meter. And so now we have to pay for electricity and we're dead slaves. And yeah. we spend all our time working. And so that's why this whole Tartaria thing is such a big deal. And people say, well, why, why does it matter? Well, it does matter because it seems like ever since the last reset, which was around 1850, mm-hmm. we have just been harvested completely. And we're about to enter the next reset and they've already told us that they're going to do it. So it's, I think, I feel like this information is so necessary for people moving forward because if people know that this has already happened, they can kind of prepare themselves again, if that makes sense. Yeah. I mean, so, okay. So just to, I don't know, play devil's advocate. It's just stuff I've actually just, I'm just wondering about is, okay. So if it happened, I know about the timeline, a little bit of what they call the last reset or the last mud flood or whatever. Um, what is the deal with, uh, like, like the American civil war? I mean, there's thousands and thousands of, of testimonies that that was real, that that was like a real conflict that happened. Uh, that would have been 10 years after the last reset and no one's, I mean, I, I've never seen people write about, it. I'm pretty studied up on the civil war. So how does that work? How do you square that whole thing? Well, it's interesting that you talked about the Civil War because it's not that the Civil War didn't happen. There was there was a reset that occurred. It's just this whole like white people are the devil and kept people as slaves. I don't believe that at all. I don't either. No, I don't either at all, because like the numbers about how many slaves there were and the percentage of the South that kept them. It's, it's all bullshit. I mean, like I, I don't buy into the mainstream narrative that it was, you know, over slavery. I mean, slavery was like a factor, but I think that it's one of the most misunderstood. I think there was up to five reasons more than slavery that the civil war was, was over Um, mostly economic and, and like maybe not class, but you know, anyway, so it's just, yeah. What were you saying about that? What's this from? So this photo is from the Civil War. It's from Charleston. And uh, if you you can see this massive Greco-Romano pillar, right, column. And then in the background, I don't know if you can see, but literally you have this, this city that's just complete rubble. I mean, yep. it, you have these diagonal cuts. And what they're saying is, well, that was from cannonballs. Um, what we find with these reset civil war you know earthquake fires in the 1800s is that it's very similar to what we see in paradise california with the the dew um where you have 
buildings that are complete rubble or just melted. And then right next to it, you have trees that are completely intact. Whoa. So the civil war did happen. It's just not in the way that, that it's been framed. Yeah. And that's like with and, most things, that's most things, uh, you know, the almost every, you know, thing, uh, like conspiracy theory or whatever grand narrative type thing is, you know, like you get in trouble for calling something fake, Cause it's not fake. It's just massively misunderstood. And the wool's been pulled over people's eyes. You know, that's how I feel You know about viruses, you know, um, all kinds of stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Interesting. So, so when you said, just, do you mean directed energy weapons? Yes. Yeah, okay. Cause yeah. like, I, I know for a fact, like I, I grew up in Colorado. We have forest fires all the time. Um, and a forest fire, you know, it's in the forest. You usually can see it from far away. There's smoke. Um, what happened in paradise and what's happening in California, Australia, it's, it's genocide. I mean, there's a lot of weird anomalies with the, the footage. There's like nanotech embers, you know, the trees are melted from the inside out. So uh, it just seems like this similar thing keeps happening where there's a reset and it's, it's intentional, but they blame it on nature. Um, or a war. Mm. So this photo here, I think this is San Francisco after the earthquake. Um, and you can see these like diagonal cuts. So it's almost like an, like a, like an energy weapon just came in um, and did this. What so year, what are you year still was, there? Yeah, I'm here. Oh yeah. You're fa- I'm this. I'm fascinated. I'm definitely here. Yeah. Um, oh, good, yeah I'm good. just letting you talk. Yeah. This is really fascinating stuff. Um, what year was the earthquake? 1906. 1906. So they're saying, like, I don't know. This is crazy because the technology, um, it's just, you know, that's the part that wigs me out the most is that that we're not in, like, we've just, it just seems like we've been in modern times, quote unquote, modern times for way longer than people say, you know, which, yeah, like, well, my, my idea is that the 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 way that they made buildings and these these complete works of art we can't replicate today we don't even know how they did it uh we have we have theories about sound sound frequency um geopolymers like basically like a mold like 3d printing because these buildings are just so incredible like there's no way the people with horse and buggy made them. Mm. So um, I'm just going to go really quick for, I'm, I feel sorry for the people on the podcast, but I, I want to show the people that are watching. Yeah, for sure. Uh, no, well, I, I mean, just, just instead of me interjecting or whatever, just give a quick 10 second, you know, you've been doing great narrating what it says. Yeah. Just, just need a little okay. background. They can also check out the stream or uh, the replay or whatever, yeah. but yeah, just, yeah, you're doing great. So like this picture is Vienna. So I personally took this picture and Vienna is just like it. You literally get the sense that the city was built for giants because look at these doors. Look at, I mean, the scale of this place is like incredible. So um, I know when I talk about giants, a lot of Christians get very like, you know, angry. They're like, well, the giants are the Nephilim and they're evil. Um, and I, I get, I totally get that. Like, I understand because I feel like the Bible has given us a lot of truth about Tartaria, but my personal belief is that, you know, these, these, these taller people, 
they were much more advanced than we are today because how, if they were evil and disharmonious, how could they create like wonders like this? Um, so this is Croatia. This is uh, Zagreb, the capital. And I went here and uh, three times and you can see the dome at the top. You can see the resonators. They're all over here. And then you see the mud flood here. Um, so there's probably two or three floors that go below this building. Uh, this is Budapest Castle. I took this photo. This is actually um, in Thailand. This is a Hindu Vimana. And if you know anything about the Vimanas, they were supposed to be like flying craft. So uh, the Royal Society, v Vimana, V-I-M-A-N-A. Mm -hmm. -A. And um, actually, I think I have, I have another little thing on Vimanas. Um, this is this is more of the Tartar kind of style in Russia. Wow. So it, it's very colorful. This is actually in Tartarstan. You have all these these Antiquitech devices at the top. Um, ev I mean, everywhere, like, and that's the thing. They kind of packed in as much as they could harness um, from the air. Wow. And just, I mean, and what we see in these photos is there's very few people um, in these post reset photos. So we see empty streets, we see mud, tons of mud, no trees, no foliage. And we see just a few people and a few carts and buggies. So that like, we know that there was a, a, a wipeout of the population. Wow. That's really interesting about the giants. I mean, I definitely believe, I mean, I think if you believe in the Bible, you believe in giants. Um, and there's also, you know, uh, you know, there were, there was giant blood on the ark for sure. Uh, you know, cause, cause you know, that, that's the theory, or I guess I think it's kind of proven if you just look at the Bible that Noah's sons had to have been married to giant blood. Yes. Um, yes. and you know, I think that's, you know, there was definitely giant blood in what became the Philistines and that's, that's Goliath, mm. you know? Mm. Um, yeah, it's very, very interesting. And I, it does. And so that means that, I mean, unless entire people groups and, you know, entire people groups were wiped out in the Bible. Um, and mm -hmm. you know, I'm definitely fascinated with that, you know, deep Genesis history. Um, mm. you know, I don't know if I don't, I just read, I don't really know what studying really is. I just kind of look at, you know, listen to lectures and read the Bible a lot. And mm. I definitely buy the, by the, um, the, the Nephilim stuff. I mean, it says it right in the Bible. And I believe mm. the Bible and that's, you know, people, it seems to me, that's probably where the idea of like the, the Norse, Greek and Roman gods come from. Mm. There's a couple of verses mm. about that mighty men of old men of men of valor, um, so I just think I just think like the Nephilim are negative entities and whoever these giants were that created the civilization were positive entities because really we also what they're seeing is uh, John Levi and um, Global Vision. What they've shown is that we have these massive doors that are like, I don't know, 15, 20 feet high. And then within that door, there's actually a little door for like people our size. So, and it's not like it was cut in later. It looks actually like it was designed that way. So what we're finding in, in, and also in old depictions is that giants and people our size were interacting with each other and living together um, wow. in harmony. Um, so, 
Um, yeah, so I'll get, I'll, I didn't really get, I didn't really bring in a lot of giant stuff. Maybe we could do another chat sometime oh, and yeah. I could get into the giant books, giant weapons, uh, things that we, we've seen that they've kind of hidden away. Um, also the Smithsonian, they've hidden a lot of giant skeletons in the United States. Uh, for sure. Yeah, so. Amy, I, this is good shit. You're welcome on any time. <laughs> like, this is awesome. Cool. Well, yeah. Thank you so much for giving me a platform. Like, yeah, <laughs> being forced to have to do it. I'm like, okay, I got to f- figure this out. Yeah, so, that's great. Yeah, keep going. So this is like rural Hungary. I, I took this photo and uh, bright Austria, Slovenia and Hungary meet. And we see this old antiquitech and you you can see the wires actually do you guys see that around like here and here so i found that in the middle of nowhere and i was very pleased with that this is um the denver capital uh the colorado state capital so what we find with all of the state capitals is they they are all old buildings and it doesn't matter what state you live in um Iowa actually has the most elaborate Capitol building in the United States. It has a six domed Capitol building. So a lot of the Tartaria old world um, hubs were in the Midwest, uh, Iowa, Indianapolis, Chicago. Um, so I would really love to go to the Midwest and the mounds in the Midwest, people believe are actually cities that are just buried. Whoa. I've never even heard of those. What, what kind of, what do you mean? The mounds, uh, the serpent mounds in like Ohio and the Midwest, like the native Americans talked about them, but we're kind of figuring out that it's probably, it's probably just like what was left after left over after the mud flood. Wow. So yeah, this is a, this is a cathedral in Vienna that I personally got to go into. And honestly, Stephen, it was the most beautiful thing I have ever seen in my entire life. I mean, you feel so spiritual just walking into this building because look how magnificent the detail and the symmetry is. Yeah. Um, gosh, I love this building. So, and of course, I was with my normie friends and they had been to Vienna before. So they were just like, oh, we're going to go in here for five minutes. And I was like, <laughs> and then, and we were like, we went to a stupid amusement park and I was like, could we just chill in here for like three hours, please? Yeah. I mean, if I saw that, I mean, I mean, I just like go back to it for a second. Um, uh, if I could, I mean, I could look at this just on a screen for like hours, just noticing all the details and, but being there in person, uh, what's the name of this cathedral? I can't remember because um, we were just kind of walking around. It was a rainy day, but <laughs> this is just cons. This is just, this stuff is in Europe, like everywhere. Um, so Europe was actually one of the places that was the least reset. So they're very lucky. This is Budapest. This is the chain bridge. Sorry. The reason Budapest. I laughed at that is because I, I just forgot that I went to Vienna when I when I that trip when I was oh, okay. 18, 19. And all we yeah. wanted to get was all we wanted to do is get drunk too. <laughs> like I like I remember being so hungover. Uh, and I you know, I've always liked history a lot, but at the time I liked partying more. And I, yeah. I missed all this shit. I mean, I went on some tours in Prague and Budapest, but uh 
it's crazy. Like knowing what I know now, or like I would, I mean, I would yeah. still probably go to the bar, but <laughs> it's crazy. But you, you like being young is to be dumb. So yeah, like Budapest is a huge party uh, place. Like all the Europeans come there to party. So. Uh, you know, yeah, what, what our priorities are, you yeah. know, when we grow, we change. Yeah. <laughs> so I really want to quick want to talk about fashes. Yeah, it's a so, faggot. Yes. Right? Yeah. Yeah, that's where that comes from. Yep. So, so you know about fashes. So, yeah, so like we see it on American money and in the like Roman or Phoenician depictions, it's like a, a bundle of rods with an axe. So we believe this was some kind of energy weapon. Whoa. I mean, they're because, all over D they're all over DC and the different sculptures and stuff. You know, they have mm-hmm. an, uh, angels, you know, with a faggot. Um, there's plenty of uh, actual faggots in DC. I'm just kidding. Uh, the, thing the thing you're X tag. I'm like, Oh man. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. I just, that's why I have backup channels. Cause I just want to say what I want. But anyway, keep going. Yeah. Good yeah. for you. Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> So, okay, so, like, the, the science of the fascist, so, like, if we look at, like, an electrical cable, it looks very Whoa. similar. Yeah. Yep. Wow. So, I'm really glad you know about fascist because a lot of people don't know about it, and it's really fascinating. Wow, that's incredible. I never even thought about that. Um yep. So it's like in all these old depictions, like of the reset, we always see these like creepy, we call them the faceless knights and they don't, they don't have a face and they always have fashe. So it's kind of a, a sign of a artificial reset, I would say. Mm. And that's the root of the word fascism as well. Like strength and yes. un- strength and unity essentially. Yes. Yeah. So this is what I was talking about earlier, the Vimana. Um, so in India, they have these Vimanas. Um, and I actually went to one in Thailand and it was so weird because I was streaming, I was IRL streaming around this temple complex. And then I got to this Hindu Vimana complex and all of a sudden my, 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 I lost all service and I couldn't stream. And I figured it was due to like the electromagnetic interference that these, these, uh, these forms cause because basically the ancients knew about geometry and they knew that geometry has a frequency. And so it's tied to sound and it's tied to light and everything is interrelated. So really cool about the Vimanas. So, okay. So they, they say that those are flying devices, like the whole building could fly. Yes. Yeah. So like they, that's what recently people have talked about in videos is, perhaps these buildings were actually like they, they could fly and now they've settled down. Um, so there's a guy called Paul Cook. He's British. He does amazing work on Tartaria. He actually found an advertise advertisements for a tap that you put or a, a device that you put into your water tap and you get free electricity just through your water tap. What the? Yeah, and this was early, early 1900s, late 1800s. It was, he found all these advertisements. So that's the thing. Like, this tech is, has been around forever. They knew how to use it, but they've hid it from us. So, like, that's, that's why they, they always talk about scarcity. They're always like, oh, we're overpopulated. There's scarcity. 
you know, compete humans, you, you know, you yep. useless eaters. It's like, no, there's always abundance. God always provides. We have everything we need. Um, so this whole scarcity mindset, I think is like a Luciferian um, trick. I agree. Yeah. That's really profound. That's true. Yeah. They always try to pull that shit. <laughs> um, yeah. Cause, Cause they tell us this overpopulation climate change. It's like, well, in, in ancient times, literally, we think the whole earth was city, like it was all city. Um, so there were way more people living back then, and they were doing a way better job of it, if, you know, that the buildings can attest. So um, I'm going to get into mud flood now. So mm -hmm. for the people in the podcast, there's this is a building, I think, in Italy or Spain. And, uh, you know, we have a hill going down the side of the building. So there's mud covering about half the building on one side, but then on the other side of the building, it's exposed um, on the other side of the street. So this is a very good example of mud flood. Wow. Okay, this is Starfort in Croatia. So do you know about Starfort, no, Stephen? not at all. So they call them, like in Wikipedia, they call them fashion forts, but we don't believe that they were expressly used for defensive purposes because a lot of times they're like open or they're not... They're not ideal for defensive always, but they can have five, six, seven, eight points. Um, this one's in Croatia. They're always next to water. So they're either on the sea or by a river. And we believe that they also were harvesting energy through these star forts. So we don't know exactly how, but with all the, the canals, the moats, um, and everything, and like we find plugs and valves, uh, we think that these had some kind of techno technical function. This is crazy so shit. We, yeah, this is like a castle built on top of a star fort. So the Statue of Liberty is built on top of a star fort in New York. I've been there. So I've actually been to star forts on three continents. I've been to star fort in Europe, in Croatia, in the US, in New York, and in Mexico. I went to a star fort in Mexico. And then here in Thailand, I live near two cities that have star forts. So this is the star fort in Croatia that I found just randomly in Split. When was that? Uh, like when was the term star fort? Or who coined that? Or is that a mainstream term? Or like, what's the deal? No, with that? okay, it's not a mainstream term. It's it's from the Tartaria researchers, probably in the last five six years. Wow, coined it. Because before it was always called a bastion fort. Mm -hmm. So they're, I mean, they're just incredible. I mean, look at, look at the amount of earthwork that you would have to, to do to build something like this. I mean, this is, this is the actual earth that they had to dig out. Um, and you have all these little points here. So we find these all over Europe, but we also find them. This one is in Vietnam. Because mm -hmm. you see, I think this is, Hanoi. Wow. So gotta zoom out. Yeah. So like it's not just Europe. Wow, that's and a really good like a, look this, at the like at the terrain. Yeah. So, so there's this multiple elevations. Yeah. Yeah. So when you study castles and stuff, this is what like, the defense are is ramparts. Is that what they're called? Yes. Okay. Yes. And and so they they say that they were defensive, but then they're also like at the end of these points there's actually 
dead zones where you can't actually see around you. So that's the whole like flaw in their argument. Um, and then I think that's another reason is why they were like so focused on us learning about castles and not star forts. Hmm. Um, this is an actual star city. So it goes way out, all the way out here. Um, and they've done a really great job to destroy the starboards to make it look like they didn't exist. So we do have to rely on old maps and then kind of overlay them with Google Maps to kind of see where they were. But I mean, these people had such an advanced understanding of geometry. I mean, to be able to create these. That's crazy. Is, I've never seen this, this stuff this, before. Yeah, this is the star fort I found in Zadar, um, which is a really, really cool place. It was like an island that was a total, it was like the island was a star fort. So it was like an artificial island. And this one is in uh, Thailand near Bangkok. And it's on the water, it's on the what sea. The so. And those are, but those are all structures though. Yeah, th that's like structures on the water, correct? Yeah. Okay. Well, and, and, you know, with the, with the resets, there was a lot of flooding. So like I said earlier, like the continents got flooded. So a lot of stuff like that's, that was on the sea probably was on land in earlier times. Uh, this is really interesting. This is a star fort in New Mexico, the remnants of it. So wow. they wiped it out, but we still have the imprint on the land. And that's called Fort Union in, in New Mexico. Okay, cool. I'm about done with my presentation, so uh, my photos. So I hope it's okay. I hope I'm not like talking your ear off. No, this is awesome. Yeah, I, I talk so much. I talk for three hours a night. This is great. Um, <laughs> so, okay, so quick yeah. questions. What are those things called in... Uh, in South America, like the line, the nat, what are they called again? Oh, okay. Ley lines. Yeah. So, um, so yeah. So like this map shows you kind of the ley lines, um, Nazca. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. Now, if you see Nazca, Easter Island, I think this is Mount Shasta. Um, this is, uh, are Mount you, a, Pilot. are you a flat earther? Okay. So I'm not a flat earther but I'm open to it because pretty much everyone in the Tartaria community is flat earth. Um, so I didn't know about flat earth until I learned about Tartaria and now I've kind of been learning a little bit about it, but it's not really like my interest, but I am interested in this theory called crater earth. Is that, is that the same thing as hollow earth? No, oh. no, it's, it's very different. So basically it's like the moon is a projection of the larger earth that we live on. And there's just, there's a lot more land and we live in a crater. What the? <laughs> it's yeah. I'll send you <laughs> that's for another time. I'll, yeah. I'll send you links. It's very fascinating because there's this map at Disney. I think it's Walt Disney world or no, Walt. I think Disneyland. And it's, it, it literally, it is the same exact map as the moon maps that we have. Uh, the, what is it called? What the? Uh, 
topography, you know, the topography yeah, map. Topographical. The topography matches like the Disney World map, the moon, and then like our crater Earth. So it, wow. I, I don't know. I, I, it resonates with me because I, I've always had the feeling like we're in a bowl and we're being watched and we can't get out. <laughs> yeah. Fact. Yeah. yeah. Wow. So, yeah. So, yeah. So, okay. So I want to go back to the ley line. So what we find, what Michelle Gibson has found, she's a great researcher. She's found all these city alignments on these ley lines in the United States and other parts of the world and star forts along these alignments. So we believe that they built, they knew about these alignments and they, they were harnessing energy from them through the buildings. So really, really interesting. Wow. So, so they had, you know, kind of like this energy, supposedly this energy setup is kind of, it's a network and it depends on large scale and small scale, you know, everything down to the spire of a building to the whole, yes. the whole globe and, you know, uh, structures that current that make it flow or whatever. Um, yeah, it's not the micro and the macro it's, it's yep. a, a geometric like I was talking about the, the cathedrals, the glass, uh, stained glass window cathedrals, those patterns are called semantics, and those correspond to the sophageo frequencies wow. that are beneficial for humans. So the cathedrals were, were healing. They were heal. They were for healing. Um, yeah, a lot, there's a lot, a, a lot of researchers have gone into down that road. So this is like uh, getting into the mud flood. So this is what got me initially interested because it was just so clear that I could see the evidence right away, you know, and I could even see it in the States and in Thailand. Wow. Yeah. They have these little midget doors below and then yes. they have these high, these windows that are, you know, a, only a giant could reach. This is all over the place. Yeah, and like, you know, the debunkers say, well, it's just silt, but it's like, well, if these buildings were supposedly built in the 1800s, like the timeline says, like the, the mainstream narrative timeline says, then how, how, did, how did that much silt cover three floors underground, you know, and why would people build doors and windows underground? Mm. It's just common sense logic. It just doesn't add up. So did they any did are there any theories about I mean was the last reset or the last mud flood global? Like how was it able to reach you know kind of everywhere? Well, there's debate. Some people say yes, some people say no. I would say yes because I've seen it on three very diff different you know distant continents. Um but nobody is quite certain um, but definitely it affected Northern North America, Europe, Russia. Um, because when we look at where Tartar Tartaria was, that was the most affected place. It's mind blowing. This is crazy stuff. Yeah. So this goes into the artificial reset. So this is kind of how like in the world fairs, the world expos, um, those were indoctrination centers that basically the new arrivals came to and were indoctrinated to the new history. But what they tell us is like, okay, well, we tore all these buildings down. And when you look at the, the 
past photo to today, it's like this magnificent giant castle. And then there's like a freaking Costco or like a, you know, a Del Taco. And it's like, <laughs> well, if we're so advanced, why did we tear this down? And why is there a Del Taco there? You know? And then another thing, if you, if you know about the Luciferian agenda and Saturn and the black cube, um, everything that they build today is a black, is a cube, like skyscrapers are black cubes. So we went from having this architecture that was very heart centered, very high vibration, high energy, you know, incredible technical skill to the black cube. Mm. And it's just a box, a box with a Taco Bell and a, that's it. (laughs) And these buildings don't, you know, they don't even, they last like what, 50 years if we're lucky. They, whereas these old world buildings, they're still like going strong, even though they've been through resets, some of them. So wow. this is like them just demolishing these buildings. It's very common. Oh, get back. Okay. This photo, there's two photos I want to show you. They're so creepy. So this is like, I think this is San Francisco after the earthquake. And these people are smiling like they're having a wonderful day. And it's like, look around them. Everything is rubble. Everything is destroyed. And they're just like having a good old time. And it's like, what the hell, you know? So that's what we find with a lot of these photographs is they're they're staged. And this is the controllers coming in after the reset and, you know, saying, okay, like, these are the historical photos from that time, but these people were probably in on the conspiracy. Hmm. More of the destruction. This is San Francisco again. Wow. And look I mean, it, it looks like Hiroshima. It doesn't, it look like Hiroshima. Yeah. The only thing that le- that's left is that Capitol building. It's still around today, but this, yeah. And that, this, that's the power spire or whatever the power center. Um, yep, the domes. Yeah, yeah. the domes. Um, so I wish I had the picture that has San Francisco completely built up around. It's like 1880s or something. And compared to this, and it's just night and day. So in our community, we talk a lot about melted buildings. Hmm. So basically, like some resets were, we believe, plasma oriented. So plasma discharge events um happen from you know fake space or whatever (laughs) i don't really know but and we find these you know these buildings they're encased in stone so yeah there was probably a greater building around this that looks exactly like stone now um so we find a lot of this oops sorry that's crazy. Yeah. I mean, it's like embedded into it. Yep. And then these are kind of the old depictions of the plasma reset. Um, so you see like the fire and you see the, the plasma. And there's all, usually there's like an eye of Horus, like above looking above everything. So it's really creepy. Wow. Can you go so back to that one for map. one second? Go back yeah, to that sure. last one. Um, when was this drawn? This had to be like 1600s, 1700s. So it's an alchemical depiction because you see like the astrological signs here or the planetary signs here. Hmm. 
So, but they're like, you could just look this up. This, there's so many of these and they're really, really sinister ones. So this is in New Mexico. This is called Shiprock. I grew up right near this place. And uh, people now believe this was probably like a castle or a building that was just completely melted and destroyed. Wow. This is Croatia. I went here. There are um, churches, rock churches, like in nearby here. So it's similar. Like I took this picture and I didn't know, but this could have been part of the larger structure. Um, this is the World's Fair in South America, I think Argentina. And this is uh, Thailand. This is like, uh, I believe that something knocked this stupa down because it's partially intact up here and then it's just completely cut out right here. Yeah, isn't that, I mean, it kind of reminds me of the Sphinx where, you know, in theory, part of the Sphinx is older, something like that. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah, I mean, even Graham Hancock found that like um, it's actually it has to be at least twelve thousand years old or hmm. something because of erosion. Well, really. Okay, so Stephen, I want to ask you, where do you think this picture is? Where do I think that is? Wow, mm -hmm. somewhere in Europe. Uh this is. Yeah, that's what I thought, too. Greece? This is. OK, Greece. Yeah, this is Shanghai, China. Wow. Holy crap. So I'm going to zoom in. So you can see you see up in the corner, it's kind of hard to see because this photo is blurry, but you see these resonators all around, all around. So, yeah, so. This whole like, um, you know, this architecture was only in Europe is not true. Hmm. This is Brazil and this is just the US. So we find this, basically if it's brick architecture, it's Tartarian. And that could be any in any city in the US or anywhere. So yeah, that's that's pretty much all my pictures. Wow. Thank you so much for the presentation. We don't get that that yeah. much. You know, usually when I have a guest on, we just like talk and but that's you had so many pictures. That's awesome. Well, it's like it's hard to talk about it without showing the pictures, you know? Yeah. Yeah, that's so, great. Wow. That's so cool. So your main you, know, you mentioned it a couple times. What is your main reasoning for why they would do this or why or I don't even know who they is, but um, yeah, you know, is it because it's like what always gets me is the multi generational quote unquote conspiracies mm. where, you know, everyone's dead. You know, if, if there were people that did this mm. in the 1800s, obviously they're all dead unless they just pump up the adrenochrome a little bit more and, you know, whatever. But, you know, and so, yeah. Why do you think the, the main reason they do it or, um, yeah, that whole thing. Uh, whatever they are, mm -hmm. they're very negative and they <laughs> like to, destroy and invert and pervert and feed off of that energy, that negative energy. And so I know that they know about all this because in a lot of movies, like from nowadays, they actually go into Tartaria. They talk about it in, in veiled ways. Hmm. So like you're talking about, it has to be a multi-generational tradition where 
they are initiated into these families and they're given this knowledge and we're not, we have to figure it out ourselves. So I think the reason why a lot of people, okay, so on a final note, I just want to say a lot of people don't agree. Some people say that resets are all natural. Some say they're all artificial. Some say both. I would say both. Mm. I would say that I think that they, they do kind of have a sense for when the natural ones are going to occur because they have the technology to, to understand that. But I also think that they have incurred them as well. Wow. That's paradise crazy. being paradise and Dresden, Germany being like the main examples. And Dresden, you know, so for the example, so you think the fire bombing in world war two was, is that what you're referencing with, with Dresden? Yes. That was its own reset because, yeah. and if you, you can just think about the wars as being reset because what they do is they destroy the architecture. They destroy the evidence. They destroy the antiquity. So I used to think the only reason we're in the Middle East is because of oil. Well, now I realize, no, we're in the Middle East to destroy all the evidence of the antiquity. Because um, if you look at Baalbek in Lebanon, I mean, that was definitely built by giants. It's absolutely massive. And it, it was completely destroyed. Wow. So, so how, much did you, how much did you not cover? Because it just seems like each time I ask you something, you have... Oh, my God. Like... 80% of it. Wow. <laughs> I probably covered 20% maybe. Yeah. Wow. Well, so yeah. maybe next time we could go into giants and maybe more of like, I could do more research on the tech aspects and explain that a little bit better. Yeah. Let's get you on like beginning of June or something like that. Like, yeah, four or five weeks, get you back on. You can be, be a regular guest. Cause this is a great break for the people. Uh, you know, we cover mostly news and my stupid mm. jokes on this show. And this is great going into history and, you know, it's definitely, I mean, I don't know what to think. I mean, I don't like one theory I have, not even a theory. I just don't think that we get to know everything, you know, mm. we, we're finite beings, no, no amount of research, you know, like the whole idea of researching is you have to build on other people's knowledge base. You know, mm. it's not like you took every one of those photos and, but like even in a hundred million lifetimes, if we all collaborated on research, could we all know the whole story? I think that whatever part of us wants to is kind of trying to play God. You know, you want to mm. be all knowing, all all present, yeah. you know, and it's kind of a trap, but it, it takes some imagination or some wonder or, but also I think it's totally plausible given, I mean, there's evidence of something I mean, that the way that the buildings are just embedded into a mountain, how, mm. how does that work? Especially that one with the bridge that went out into the sea. Yeah. I don't know. Where was that one from again? That was like Italy. Italy. Wow. So we find so much of that. I, I need to find better pictures of that. But yeah, like on your point about not knowing everything, the more I learn, the more I realize I don't know mm. because it gets so fantastical and so much more crazy than we ever thought it could be. Yeah. Um, but that's like why you have to open your mind because you can't limit yourself to the information the controllers have given you because their, their number one goal is to indoctrinate us and make us think the opposite of what things actually are. Wow. That's crazy. All right. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah. definitely down to have you back on, um, you know, this uploads as a podcast, so I'll send you the podcast uh, link as well. So you can like share it with people, but just for the listeners, why don't you tell people how to find you, plug your stuff and we'll see you oh, next okay. time. Yep.
Um, so on YouTube, I'm Amy Lane. And if you just type in Amy Lane Mud Flood, it should come up because uh, there's a lot of Amy Lanes. And then on DLive, I'm Amy underscore Lane. So I'm, I'm almost to 500 subscribers. So really excited about that. Yeah, so. everyone, everyone sub to Amy Lane for sure. I know Sedevacantis has been putting it in the chat and stuff like that. But um, definitely uh, like having regular guests. And this is a, a great topic for a break. And it's, it's fascinating. So thank you so much for coming on. Yeah, you know, I'm getting really sick of hearing about the jab and the Kobe passport and all this hellish stuff that yeah. I'm like, that's why I've been doing this. And I, I've actually been doing streams on like Aleister Crowley because I'm like, I need a break from the news. Mm. Yeah. What do you, how often do you stream? Um, so I haven't been working the last three weeks. So I've been streaming every day. But um, I have to go back to work on the 6th. So I'll probably only stream on weekends after that point. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. Sweet. Yeah. Awesome. Well, yeah, everyone subscribe to Amy Lane. Check out her work. Um, and So you're on the weekends, Thailand time, uh, which is interesting. Yeah. So 11 so hours after the one true time zone, Eastern time, USA. Um, <laughs> yeah. So uh, so you're going back to work on the city and then you'll be on the weekend. So I'll definitely check you out. I've been, I hosted a couple of your streams um uh, thank I'll, you yeah i'll yeah. keep doing that too cool well thank you so much i really really appreciated this yeah cool all right well i'll see you in a month or so on the stream and uh you have an awesome day because it's morning for you so i'll yeah, see you around yeah. yeah all right have a good night all right you too take care bye-bye bye amazing amazing call me ignorant episode with uh amy lane awesome Really cool. I love that stuff. I know you guys do too. I know you guys do too. Let's get the other, the rest of the show. I don't know what I want to do right now. Hang on just one second. Get back on channel or on screen and then we'll see what's going on. Awesome. Cool.